just as it was to mine this morning. I just want to move into a place of just really in a, in a, a mission and vision for us in 2019 and, and something very practical uh, that we have jotted down. And, you know, the first thing for us as we have not only started the church, but something that we want to make sure that is just top priority for us uh, in our first uh, step, I should say, in our church is for us to worship together. And, uh, and that word together, every one of these uh, four points that I'm going to make uh, just real quick is going to use this word together. And as I was looking at that, it just really uh, this sense of community and together and unity is just kind of all wrapped together. And uh, even as as uh, Brother Jake was speaking just then, I wrote down um, the community of Crosspoint. You know, for us to be a church, it's really about us gathering together and, and who we represent as far as the Lord Jesus Christ and, and being that approach to people. And the first thing that we want to establish is a place that we could worship together. Uh, so we started out on Sunday mornings of being able to to come and worship and gather together to lift up the name of Christ, as we talked about earlier. Now, I want us to be very clear. What does that mean for us? Because. Um, as we come into this place, it's not just um, I, I think there's two things that we can look at as far as our place of worship. Um, it, it, it could be easy for us to just come in and sit down and just take in. Uh, but I want us to look at a couple different things when it's talked about our Sunday morning worship uh, that we need to be very uh, purposeful in our worship. I believe there is a congregational aspect of it uh, as far as a horizontal engagement. And, and in that, uh, I wrote down a lady's name, and her name is Maddie Foster. She passed away a few years ago, but she was in our church in Monroe, Louisiana, at First Baptist Church of Swartz. And Maddie Foster was just, she was an interesting lady. I, I don't know that she was ever married, um, and, but she was an older lady even at that time when we were attending church there. And when you would walk in, and uh, there was a lot of college students, of course, in, in, in Monroe. Go Warhawks, by the way. But anyway, uh, there was a there was a, if you would there was a lot of college students that would come in and, and they would find their way in there. But it doesn't matter if you were a college student or, or an older person or a younger person. Uh, she would find you and she had her a little notebook. And in that little notebook, she was going to write down your name. She was going to get your first and last name and you to spell it so she could have it right. And that she would also write down your address and believe you me, you would get a postcard that next week. It wouldn't be from First Baptist Church of Swartz. It would be from Maddie Foster. Uh, but it was representing, ultimately it was representing uh, First Baptist Church of Swartz, that a lady from First Baptist Swartz sent me a card. We got one. We personally got one each. Me and Lisa did. And uh, we joke about it even years later with other people from the church of how we would get get that card. She would also send you things as far as your birthday. And uh, it was just her ministry. And she loved it. And the reason I bring that up as far as horizontally and as far as our worship is that our church, when we're talking about worshiping, we know we have a responsibility. We know that we need to present God's word uh, to, uh, to us as a church. Uh, we know we need to uh, be ready in our place of uh, our place of worship to lead people to the Lord. We know we need to have our act together when it comes to nursery and it comes to other things that all the aspects of our place of worship. But what you bring to a congregation is very, very important. You know, uh, there was a young lady who came a couple weeks ago 
And she just raved on Facebook. Now, it's good to have good Facebook posts, right? And so we'll talk about those, all right? The other ones is the bad ones we don't want to talk about. But the good Facebook post is uh, there was a young lady that came a couple weeks ago, and she just talked about how she was just greeted, and people loved her and just, and just felt like home. And just, she just raved about our church. And I'm like, I know I had an opportunity to talk to her. And, uh, but you know what? People expect me to talk to her. I mean, that, that's a given. I have to do that, right? I mean, it doesn't even, it does, and I say that because I don't say that for me. I love to talk to people. I love to be able to do those things. But it's not even a, it's not even a check mark on people's uh, register when the pastor talks to them, you know. Uh, but when you engage with them and you have those conversations, that is what is a check mark. That is what really ministers to them. And so when we have this place of, of uh, when we gather together and we want to have this worship with the Lord, to know that you were greeted, to know that you were talked to, to know that people had these kind of conversations with you. You say, well, I'm awkward doing that. Well, guess what? It's awkward for them and it's awkward for you. It's awkward for all of us. Well, some of us, me and Miss Lori are exceptions, right? But it's awkward for most people to have that kind of interaction. But I'm telling you what, through that awkwardness is a place where God could really speak to that person's heart and their lives. Because listen, like I said to you before, if it's not done in the spirit, it doesn't matter how good our so-called speech is. If it's not in the spirit, uh, as one person told me a couple weeks ago about a joke, one in one ear, out the other. When it's the spirit and you're just motivated by God to do that and you stumble through words or you stutter and you don't even know what to say besides just hello, of how God can really use that through his spirit. Okay, and so that is a big impact in our in our place of worship. And, and I'll, I thought about her and I also thought about another another man. I can't remember his name, but he was a deacon in that church in Monroe. And he just knew, like, if you were sitting in this side, there was three big sections in that church in Monroe. And, and on this side, you were going to he was going to make sure that you were going to get a handshake. I mean, he just had to divide the church up in that way. But, you know, if you were in that section, you were going to get a hug, you were going to get talked to, and he just made it his point. And for us to try to coordinate all of those different things is just impossible. We have to have people that have, as we have in football terms, uh, when you play bull in a ring, you've got to have your head on a swivel. And the old game there, I saw Jacob over there laughing, is that you have one guy in the middle and everybody else in the circle has a number. And when they call out that guy's number, he can be coming from behind. And you better get your head around to be able to defend yourself or you're going to get knocked out. And for us, I want a congregation. And my prayer, our goal, our vision is that we would have a group of people that would have their head on a swivel. What's going on? Where, where can I be used? What, what, who I need to go talk to? Who's here? Who is just kind of like seen by themselves? And to really be able to reach out to people, I'm telling you, that is where I believe a lot of it starts from. Also, a place of vertical worship, God-focused God exhortation that we are really exalting the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, praising him for who he is. And the reason I mention that first thing first is because if you come in and so-and-so just said something ugly to you and, and you have all these bad interactions or no interactions, 
with people and it's time to worship, that'll hinder your place of worship. That'll hinder that guest's place of worship. But if we come in and we have those interactions and we're looking to just be God to these people, then our praise to God is just even more uplifted. And so that is what our goal is. That's what we should be as we come in each and every Sunday ready to worship the Lord. And let me tell you something. I'm not a hand raiser. I'm just not. Uh, I, I wish we had a church. Um, uh, uh, that was really not like me, to be honest with you. I, I, I like people saying amen. And I do that every so often. Uh, I like people clapping and getting excited. I like people raising their hands and really showing that kind of expression. And for me, I just want to, I say in my spirit, I root them on. I'd say do it. You know, I, I want feedback during a message of not only laughter to make sure that you're uh, not asleep, uh, but I, I, I love the interaction in our time of, of preaching and sharing the gospel. And so I don't always do that. And so if that's in your spirit to do that and you bringing something to church with you, I pray that that is begin to show in our praise and adoration to the Lord. Moving on in our place of worship, this is a time to pray. It's a time to seek the Lord. When people come and you are bringing people to this place, that it is a time that we can actually pray and minister to people. If there's a need, if there's a concern, that we'd be open to that, that we wouldn't be just bookmarked with our schedule, that we would really allow God's spirit to move during this time. Like I said earlier during our welcome, this is a place of prayer. This is a place of, uh, of being able to cry out to God. And I pray when people come, this would be a time that they would seek the Lord. I pray that this would be a place that you would feel comfortable. We'll talk about, a little bit more about this in, a, in another area, but that you would feel comfortable that you'd be able to invite people and bring them in and they would sense God's presence in this place through every aspect. And uh, I want this place to be a place that you're proud of, that we're proud of, that you can invite people because you know that God is going to show up in this place. And so a time to pray, a time to seek the Lord. Another thing on this last aspect of worship together is encouraging us, encouraging a deeper uh, just getting into God's word uh, for your spiritual growth. It is important when we open up scripture. I want you to know that us presenting God's word and having things about what we're speaking about is something that we take very serious uh, and, and something that I something that uh, that is important. And it's our and I say our job, I say our responsibility to do is for me and me and brother Jake. We have to communicate well, because for us, we are having to gauge not only what our people need, but what is God wanting to get across to us as a church, if you as individuals and us as a church moving forward. And, and in God's word, like, you know, take for instance, this, this morning's message, we rested for the last couple months about what we were going to present on this Sunday because we knew the last four weeks were going to be about Advent and the time before that about thankfulness. And we had, we, there was things that we were dealing with to present that to you guys. And even for this upcoming year, last year it was, it was really easy. We were, we were so dead set on the book of Acts. And, and a couple months ago, we knew, you know, we're ready to get into the book of Ephesians. Why? Because of the state of our church and where we're at and what the book of Ephesians was all about, why it was written, and what they were able to accomplish. And that are the things that, those are the things that God has put on our hearts. As far as where we want to go as a church, this is exactly where we need to be in this book moving forward. And so we take that very serious. And for you, 
I want us to be very transparent to you in telling you this is why we're in this particular book. The book of Ephesians is so rich is that when we present this to you on Sunday morning, we want you to be able to really dive in with both feet and just say, I kind of have a good understanding of the book of Ephesians. And you can go in there and you can find so many riches that God is wanting to show you. Uh, one of the things in that, as far as in the worship together and then diving into God's word, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be saying through those, let's say the first five verses, or actually the first week is just in three verses. And there's going to be so much truth that's going to be said, but there's going to be so many questions that you may have. And having a place of you being able to go find out those, those questions and wrestle with those scriptures that you may have. Because when we look at, if everybody's just with me real quick, and because I'm going on about this, but the word of God is so much, 66 books, and there's so much scripture, and there's so many promises. And what we see in God's word is that people kind of cherry pick, people kind of just take scripture here and there. But that is, that's just like a proverb that could even be from the book of Proverbs or a Chinese proverb of something morally good to live by. And sometimes that's how we use the Bible. And it is a bad representation of God's word. God's word is so rich, it's so deep, that we could get into a book like Ephesians, for example, and dig into it and see how is that going to really apply to my life. Because we cannot outsmart God and his word. That's our worship together. Let's move on to our life together. We have set up this for us as our church. We prayed about this very, uh, very much so as far as our community groups on Wednesday nights to purposely create a space for relationship development and sharing. A lot of times when we come in for this hour, hour and a half. Uh, that we don't always have a time of the, the hustle and bustle of getting here and to leaving to sit down and have these conversations, which I hope we do. But in our place of Wednesday night, the reason we created that is to, to have a place that we could sit in a lot more relaxed environment, ask those tough questions, build those relationships, be able to share with each other, create a, a, a space of honesty, uh, uh, authenticity when approaching different topics in scripture with questions and, and uh, even some, maybe some doubting of all these different things that you may have that we could really walk through these things together. I know the people that are in my community group is just really nice of the relationship that we have gained through that group. And so we have done that so that we could really get into God's word even more so. What we're doing this coming up here in our community groups is going to be the fact that the things that we're preaching on Sunday morning, we will have a, uh, a time where we will, when we get together on that Wednesday night, that we will even go deeper into that scripture. So just as this morning, Brother Jake, for example, went through those first five verses and you had a couple of questions. Or you had a couple things that you said, you know what, so, you know, I, I kind of need to share that. This is something that was very relevant to my life. And so when we come together as a group on that Wednesday, we have an opportunity to even talk about those scriptures even further. And so that's our life together, that we could really embrace each other together. But also the third thing is to grow together. And growing together is really planting roots in our community. I, I say that more so even inwardly that we would plant roots with each other and, and, and even establishing more so of who we are as Cross Point Community Church in our community. 
And when I say that, even an individual, Brother Jake talked about it earlier, really being a, an example to other people and being a light to this world. That we could really show our light towards other people. But I even say this, when I say grow together, even as a church, that I pray that our conversations, even you and I, that it would get to the point where the page would turn in our conversation that we would even get to spiritual conversations, to spiritual talks. A lot of times we, I wonder, does it ever turn over in our daily conversations with other people? I know when I talk to people, again, sometimes I got to gauge that because it's kind of talking to the pastor. And of course, you got to get into a spiritual conversation. Uh, I hope that's not the case a lot of times. But in your conversations with people, when does it ever turn over? And for me, you've got to gauge it what kind of relationship you have with that person. You know, uh, you know, because you don't always want to come across at a certain place with someone that you don't have that relationship with uh, to get into those maybe spiritual conversations. But you need to get there to some degree with everyone that you're involved with. And so I pray that that happens even in our conversations that we're having during the week. I pray that you're investing in the other people as we're trying to grow together. Also in our Grow Together, I see our financial plan for expansion and growth is that we know we don't have a building. We know that we're worshiping in a middle school. Uh, it's been nice this past last week, uh, yesterday and this coming up week. And my back thanks the school for Christmas break because we come in and set up all these things and change all that. And. I say that because I know very well that we don't have a building and I know that we're meeting in a middle school and that is very untraditional. And so for us moving forward, we want to be able to put some things in front of us this coming up year that we could grow together uh, as far as financially, as far as being ready uh, to do whatever God has in store, whether it's something that just comes up uh, that God presents us uh, to us today. Or it's something that is in a year from now, but that we would be financially ready to do that. And I've said this before. Uh, I don't have the finances. There's not one individual, I don't believe, that's going to write us a check to give us the finances. An old preacher friend of mine used to always say when he gave an offering, it was kind of a ha-ha. He says, you know, we've already raised all the money. It's already been given. And everybody starts getting excited and starts clapping and rejoicing. But the problem is it's in your checking account. And then the reality set in, right? And then everybody started booing. But anyway, uh, if it's going to be done, it's going to be done collectively. It's going to be done together. But in that is a place of victory and excitement because we share in those things together as we grow as a group. And it's your ownership in this church. I have to say this last thing as far before moving on to grow together. It's when we did the community Christmas this year, the angel tree. Uh, the year before, if Ashley remembers, I think Ashley called me up and said, hey, we have there's some people. This is in uh, Christmas of 2017. And there's a couple of kids that need some sponsors. And so at the last minute, we took on a couple of them as a church. Uh, a couple of individuals, and we did it. We didn't even advertise it to the rest of the church. Uh, but then this year, we got a phone call uh, from the person who was helping organize it this year, uh, and her name was Nikki Bean, and Nikki kind of helped with the sheriff's department this year. And, 
it's not Bean. Nikki Deal, sorry. And uh, Nikki Deal called me up and uh, she had gotten my number and she called me up and she said, she doesn't know me that well. We kind of know of each other, but she called me up and she said, I know some people that go to Cross Point and they are wanting, I know they're going to do a good job and want to get involved in this community, in this angel tree. And it, you know, so many churches in the Quincy and has been for a long time been built on the pastor and been built on men. Uh, and so for us, we wanted to be about the people of Cross Point. And, and it was so nice to get that phone call for her not to have that kind of relationship with me, but to have it with people in the church that she knew that they would want to get involved. And so I pray that would continue to happen as far as us growing together and moving together as far as a church. And that's our last point as far as moving together. It's not for us to just gain of what we have and sit on it. But hopefully in our moving together that we're reaching out in our community and helping those in need. I, I really cannot wait and I, I look forward for us doing this this year. This opportunities for us is that I want us to be able to to do these things that we know we need to do internally. But it needs to get out externally to the people around us, the people of De Quincey and the surrounding areas that we could be a light and example to them to really show them the love of God through our actions, through our hands, through our feet. A lot of times we are a bad ambassador of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, as Brother Jake talked about earlier. And I pray that we could be a good representation of that. I, I told Lisa that I would share this at one particular time. I was hoping to use it in Ephesians, but I'll use it now. I don't know if you've ever seen a Ford Festiva. It is a small little car. Like embarrassing small little car okay and I say that because I owned one for a short period of time had to drive it in my early 20s and I got it from my brother uh, I guess he didn't like me that much <laughs> but I got it from him and he had gotten it from his father-in-law who obviously didn't like him okay <laughs> and the car like I said it was a little bit of embarrassment especially when the doors started not working and you had to crawl out the back end of it, of the hatch. Now, I wish I had a picture of it, of just how ugly this car was. But the best part about the car, I shouldn't say the best part. The best part about the car was the bumper sticker that my brother's father-in-law had put on the back. And it said the, these words, ain't God good. Just ain't God good when you're riding and you're looking and seeing in that little car. And that is the representation of how good God is. Lord, help us. And so I pray that we are good ambassadors of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That when people are looking at us, I pray they don't see a Ford Festiva. Now, we understand that we don't have our act together and we're messed up people. Yes. But I hope they see God in and through our lives. And we have to show that. We have to be that moving together and displaying and being ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ and going out and reaching people, discipling and developing individuals 
uh, and families to evangelize and multiply in our community and our surrounding areas. We've got to make this available to us. You, maybe you're already doing those things. That is great. But we want to come along beso- aside, beside you and help you in these areas and have some collective uh, organization for us to go out and to reach people for the, God, for the Lord. You know, even, you know, when Joey came a couple weeks ago, I'm closing this, so that's a good sign, right? Uh, when when my, uh, Joey came and preached for us at the end of November, the first thing, and Joey's a very evangelistic-minded person, and uh, the first thing that he saw was the trailer park across the street and the apartments to our west. And, uh, and for us, and, and that's just one thing. There's many things. There's so many things in our community, but there, there are things that are just right here next to us that we can begin to get the gospel out to people. But you know what? Even without all those campaigns and uh, without us doing anything of those, the, that nature, there's people that God has tr- strategically placed around you for you to be able to evangelize and get the gospel out to them. Our family members, our co-workers, probably the people that are the most annoying to you. God has them around you for a reason. And I pray we begin to see that. So for 2019, I'm very excited because I'm ready for us to really put to action of the, some of the things that we have talked about this year. 2018 was a good year for our church because it's a very difficult year of being able to just establish what we have established. Now I'm ready for our, 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 uh, just our nails to be driven in even deeper in stability into the ground for us to be able to really move forward and build on something great, of course, on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I pray that you would be encouraged this morning, that you would be able to go out in this next, not only this next week, but in this next year of seeing and helping and praying and doing all these things that we've just said to you and talked about. So when we say these things that you could even be a help and ambassador and understand the bigger vision of what we're trying to accomplish this year. Is that good? Jake approved. Is that good? All right. And uh, (laughs) all right. I want to pray for us one last time and just thank you so much for being here this morning. I pray that God spoke to your heart and, uh, and showed you, even in that scripture uh, in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, 1 through 5, of just how let God do that kind of work in your life as an individual. Let God show himself true in and through the life of our church. And I pray that we would allow God to do those things uh, in and through us and in and through our church uh, this coming up here. Let me pray for us and then we'll be dismissed. Lord, as we again just pause and we just take this time to just open up ourselves to you, I pray that we have heard from you this morning. I pray that we have allowed your spirit to speak to our hearts as individuals. Lord, I pray as I leave out this morning that I would be able to apply what I heard through your word today. Lord, let my actions, let my just who I am be about you and about what you have done for me on the cross. Lord, as I examine myself to those things, Lord, I see my shortfalls. I see my failures. 
And I pray, Lord God, I would continue to deal with you in these areas of my own individual life. And I pray that for our church as well. And I pray, Lord God, as we move forward into this new year, that we would be able to set some things in place to be able to move together, to worship together, to live together, to, to grow together, Lord God, to do all of these things together in unity about what you are wanting to accomplish in and through our lives. I pray people around us that come would come and get on board, would see the vision and would be ready to pull up their, roll up their sleeves and get to work. And to do these things, Lord God, because we know, we believe in our hearts, Lord God, that you have so much for De Quincey. You have so much even for De Quincey for the surrounding areas, Lord God. You've given us this vision. We have seen it in the people that, have, that are here now and then the people that are, have been affected uh, in a positive way with our church. Lord God, and we pray that we would even expand even more. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name that we pray.